Good morning to all of our favorite people out there. And by favorite people, we mean you, our listeners. Without you, I would be working a dull, ordinary job, and Eric would be one of those old guys you see on the corner holding a cardboard sign that says, Now wait just a damn minute. What's the problem? What's the pro- That is not part of our introduction, and you know it. I was just improvising. Not like that, you're not. We're starting over. Oh, come on. Really? Now do it right. Good morning to all of our favorite people out there. And by favorite people, we mean you, our listeners. Without you, Eric and I would both be bitterly unemployed, forced to scavenge through fast food restaurant dumpsters for our next meals. What the hell has gotten into you? Don't make me start the music over again. Okay, okay, fine. Just trying to liven things up around here a little. Clearly, livening things up is not your strong suit. Now get on with your part. You remind me of one of those old guys sitting in the balcony of the Muppet Show. I was one of those old guys sitting in the balcony of the Muppet Show. I am not surprised, and I doubt our listeners are either. Speaking of listeners, if you are new to this podcast, this is Safety Up, a weekly podcast on OSHA and safety topics brought to you by ClaimShield, your safety experts. My name is Gavin, my grumpy co-host is Eric, and each week we look through all the questions and comments sent to us by our audience, and we pick one to handle as the next week's safety topic. Yeah. And if we do select your question for one of our podcasts, we keep your identity completely anonymous by changing your name to John or Jane Smith, your company name to Acme Enterprises, and your town to Podunk, Nebraska. That way you can ask your question in complete confidence that your boss will not hear it and come looking for you. Now, before I get any grumpier, what is this week's question? Well, no one wants that, so here we go. Dear Eric and Gavin, I love your show and I listen every week. Keep up the great work. Here's my dilemma. The construction company I work for ran into some unexpected problems on a job site, and long story short, we're going to have to bring in a couple of large cranes to solve these problems. The project manager was talking about renting them, but no one in this company has any experience operating a crane. What options do we have, and what advice would you offer to employees who have never worked on a job with cranes before? Thanks in advance for your help. John Smith, Podunk, Nebraska. Wow, okay. Um, So let's start with the basics. First, only highly trained and certified employees may operate a crane. Cranes are extremely complex pieces of equipment that require specialized knowledge and training to operate safely, and they would be extremely dangerous in the hands of an untrained employee. So if none of your people have that training... Renting a couple of cranes and putting a random person at the controls is just asking for major trouble, both safety-wise and legally. To be blunt, it's not even a realistic option for you. Your best bet is to hire a contractor to perform all the crane work on your job site and just let them deal with it. The same applies to rigging and signaling. Only qualified employees may be involved with handling any of the rigging, taglines connected to the load, or communicating with the crane operator using radios or hand signals. In short, if none of your employees have had any of the training I've mentioned, they can't have anything whatsoever to do with crane operations on that site. Now, all that having been said, 
let me provide some basic safety guidelines for your employees to observe while they are on the site while the crane is present. First and foremost, proper PPE is necessary. When working near cranes, hard hats and high visibility clothing are required items. Almost half of all injuries and fatalities related to cranes are a result of impact with equipment or elevated loads or falling objects. So make sure your employees are as visible as possible to both the crane operator and the signal person and that they are protected from falling objects. Speaking of falling objects, your employees should absolutely under no circumstances walk under a raised load or the boom of the crane. In fact, these areas should be completely blocked off with barricades, fencing, traffic cones, or caution tape to warn people of the hazard and prevent their entry into that area. If you subcontract to a reputable crane company, they should take care of all of this for you, but it's something your employees should watch for. Is this training you are qualified to provide? Uh, I can't train or certify a crane operator, but I can qualify employees as riggers and or signal persons. I thought you could train employees on heavy equipment. I, I can train employees on most heavy equipment, forklifts, backhoes, bucket lifts, aerial lifts, that kind of thing, but cranes are unique. They present unique hazards and require unique training, and that is simply above my pay grade. <laughs> I think we both know the odds of you getting a pay raise anytime soon. <laughs> Keep it up, wise guy. Okay, okay. You want me to bring the episode to a close, or do you want the honors? I'll do it. That way I don't have to start the music over again. Thank you to all of our listeners for their continued support, comments, and questions. Please keep them coming. You may contact us with your safety questions or comments. You may contact us with your safety questions or comments using our email address, safetyup at claimshieldpro.com, our Twitter account, at claimshield, our Facebook account, facebook.com slash claimshieldpro, or our new Instagram account, Claimshield Pro. You never know if your submission will get selected for one of our safety topics. Until next week, everyone, please stay safe. Safe, 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 safe,